Welcome to the Profitable Accountant Podcast. I'm your host, Reza Huda, practice owner, coach, and mentor to accounting firm owners. In this podcast, I share practical strategies to get new clients, charge higher prices, and build a profitable accounting firm that you're proud of. From time to time, I also interview other accountants doing incredible things so you can learn what's working and take tangible takeaways to implement. Make sure you press the follow button on your podcast player so you get notified when I release a new episode. Now, on to today's session. Hello, hello, hope you're well and I've had a good start to the day. So, it's been a busy week for me this week, something quite unusual. I've been on the road or the air, I, uh, you could say, quite a bit. This week, as you know, or I mentioned last week and the week before, it's going to be a busy month for me in October. A lot of traveling, which is quite unusual because most of my time is generally spent on Zoom, either doing my coaching or my mentoring or even my team calls and client calls are all done over Zoom. I don't think I've had a face-to-face meeting in the office for a very, very long time. So actually getting out and about, a um, bit of a novelty, so it's been, uh, been good fun. QuickBooks invited me to their Get Connected events, a series of events happening up and down the country, which kicked off at the start of this week on Tuesday. So all the way up in Glasgow, uh, excuse my uh, attempt at a very poor Scottish accent, um, but uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it shouldn't have taken me that long to get there because there's a direct flight from Southampton Airport, which is only about 20 minutes away from where I am, to Glasgow, and I could get there in an hour, meaning that I could uh, get to the other side of the country faster than the time it takes me to drop my daughter off to school in the middle of Southampton, which is 15 miles away. Go figure, right? Um, but uh, in theory, in theory anyway. But I got there at uh, around quarter to eight and the flight was at 8.40, but there was low-lying fog in Southampton, which meant that the flight was delayed. There were other flights around me that were cancelling. Uh, Edinburgh was cancelled. Stornoway was cancelled. So I was just waiting for that announcement that Glasgow would be cancelled as well, but thankfully it wasn't, and we finally managed to board around, uh, I think it was around quarter to twelve, bearing in mind my talk in QuickBooks was at two o'clock, so, uh, sorry, in Glasgow was at two o'clock, and I'm still in Southampton at uh, at quarter to twelve, so a bit of a mad panic, uh, arrived around uh, quarter to one, uh, quickly got out, got a taxi to the event, and I got there, just in the nick of time, about 15 minutes before I was due to speak in the room. Um, but all is well, you know, I love a bit of adrenaline. Uh, it keeps you going, doesn't it? So uh, um, it was fine. Uh, I got there in the end and delivered a talk and met up with fellow speakers. It was good to uh, good to deliver that talk there. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't a massive turnout and I didn't really see much of Glasgow because literally just after the talk I got out, uh, out there, back to the airport, and on the flight back home, so literally a flying visit. And then today, so I'm recording this on a Thursday, it was back on the road for me again to Reading, which was the second event, uh, a bit a bit better attended to this one, so a big room, um, standing room only, I must say, <laughs> uh, for, uh, for my talk, which was unsurprisingly, I mean, uh, I purposely put out my clickbaity titles in order to get the punters in, because what's the point? If you've got lots of value to give and uh, lots of good content to share, then uh, if no one's going to listen to it, then what's the point delivering it? So, you know, if, if, I don't see any any uh, any problem with clickbaity titles as long as obviously you deliver on the promise. So the promise was how to win clients, get higher prices and uh, try, try to and reduce your working hours. So the dream, essentially, but uh, I know I can deliver that. And if you've been listening to me long enough, you know I do as well. So 
yeah, it was all very well attended. Uh, lots of good engagement there as well. And it was fantastic that uh, I am being paid to speak by QuickBooks. So uh, they pay a nice speaker fee for me attending. And I get to actually get in front of my ideal clients, my coaching business. So <laughs> happy days, really. Um, fantastic. But the reason I'm telling you this is because I want to let you into something. And that is the need to overcome your fear of public speaking. Because if you do, and when you do, you will transform your results. You will transform the way you are perceived. You will transform your ability to get better clients that will pay you higher prices. Now, you might be thinking, oh, it's easy for you to say, you know, you're talking on stages all the time and you're a natural at public speaking. I absolutely am not. I was absolutely terrified when I first started doing this kind of thing. I'm an introvert. You know, I, I am not the life and soul of a party. You know, I'm not the, you know, the loud, gregarious character in big groups. I actually hate networking. And I'm the quiet one. I prefer, you know, listening more than speaking, would you believe? And actually, you know, having one-to-one conversations rather than being in a group of people. So actually, networking is the worst thing for me. But I can quite easily do public speaking. And it's not because I was naturally born to do public speaking. It's because I realized that actually... This is a skill that I can learn, just like you can learn any other skill out there. The skill of public speaking is just like the skill of riding a bike or the skill of pricing or the skill of marketing. You can learn these things. And as I started my journey into the coaching and mentoring side of things to actually get my name out and to generate, you know, uh, thought leader type content, I realized that I had to get good at public speaking. So my first opportunity came actually in 2020 when I was asked to speak at the Digital Accountancy Show just as we were coming out of a lockdown. And now this is going to be a stage full of people. And although I had shared content before via webinar, I hadn't actually spoken on stage on my topic. So I knew I had the content. But given that I'm a lifelong learner, I'm a big believer of upskilling yourself and actually paying other people who are good at what they do to help you, to coach you, to train you into the skill that you want to acquire. There is no skill that you can't acquire these days, either by learning from somebody else, paying somebody else, or you know, learning it through uh, reading the books, or going on a course, or consuming some podcasts and YouTube videos. You can absolutely learn the skill of whatever it is you want to do. So I actually engaged two coaches. One was a speaker coach, and one was a story coach. So the speaker coach was the guy that gave me training around how I can be more impactful when I'm speaking. So little tips like getting rid of the filler words. You know how we say ums and ahs a lot or like, things like that. When you are speaking, if you can get rid of filler words, you automatically come across a lot more authoritative, a lot more assertive, a lot more confident. Now, again, this is a skill. And hopefully you haven't heard any filler words from me just yet. The reason being is because I became aware of the filler words that I used to use, sort of, like, um, are, etc. And I made a conscious effort, because this is what I learned from my speaker coach, is that the first thing you need to do is become aware of your filler words. Once you become aware of them, then the solution is quite simple. Just pause. Instead of saying the filler word, the um, the are feeling that you have to fill that silence, just pause. And it was the best tip that I ever got when it came to speaking, not just public speaking, of general speaking, generally speaking in a conversation, speaking to clients, speaking to prospects, if you can just pause 
automatically you will come across a lot more authoritative. Even though that pause might feel like to you that it goes on for eternity, to the person you're speaking to, it actually doesn't feel long at all. And it gives them time to process and digest what you're saying. Now, you might be listening to this on one and a half, two times speed, possibly. I mean, that's, I know that's what I do. If you're not, if you're listening to a one time speed, hopefully I'm not too slow for you. But you'll notice, or you might not notice, but I certainly am noticing that I am putting in some deliberate pauses and they sound like, or they feel to me like they are very long pauses, but hopefully they're not feeling like that to you. Because when I give you the time to pause, you can actually reflect. See what I did there? <laughs> you can actually reflect, process, digest what I'm saying in order for that to trigger some kind of emotional response in you, which is the aim of what I'm trying to get across, to give you that confidence, to change your mindset, to get you to believe that it is possible for you to do this. What I am telling you is not rocket science, and it is not because you don't have to be a natural-born leader, a natural-born public speaker. I certainly wasn't. I developed the skill. And actually, if you're an introvert like me, then developing public speaking actually is much easier than having to go networking to find business. So let me tell you how, if you develop the skill of public speaking, how can it be of benefit to you, how it can help you to actually drive inquiries, drive new business, good business into your practice, which I'm sure that you would like to do, given that you're listening to this podcast. One sec, I just wanted to talk about the accounts and tax preparation software we use. We moved to TaxCalc a few years ago from one of the big players, predominantly due to the huge cost saving. The difference was massive, saving us over £7,000 a year. But aside from that, it's actually a really good product. My team tell me that it's really intuitive, simple to use, and the transition to move to it was painless. TaxCalc is also the most popular choice for accountants in the pack and members of my Facebook group. So if you're looking for accounts, tax production and practice management software that does everything you need it to without costing a fortune, check out TaxCalc. There's a link in the show notes to learn more. Now, back to today's pod. So back in the day when I was still quite involved in the practice, when my journey of uh, transformation, sorry, I mentioned it, uh, started, you know that my first ebook, my first ebook was all around ten tax strategies guaranteed to save business owners thousands. I wrote the ebook, I printed the ebook, I gave it to bank managers, etc. It helped me to have. It was a much more credible and had much more gravitas than a business card. Essentially, it was a digital business card which carried a lot more weight. So. Having given that to and, and being able to talk about it with business owners, I decided, well, now I've got the content. Why don't I use this content in order to reach prospects? And I had a small list of people that uh, I could invite to a short seminar. So I booked the local Holiday Inn up the road from me, a small room of people. I think the maximum capacity was about 15, so not massive. I reached out to... The prospects that I had spoken to in the last few months to see if they'd be interested in attending. I sent out a little mail shot. I asked my the business, the bank managers that I was connected to, to spread the word as well and amongst their client base to see if anyone would be interested in attending. And I managed to get about, I think it was 12 to 15 people attend that day. We put on a bit of lunch and it was literally me just having a few slides and delivering the same content that I'd put into that 
ebook. I had no sales training and no public speaking training at that point. I had no speaker coach at that point. So I don't know how good my talk was, but certainly it won me business off the back of it. Why? Because the moment that you cross that bridge from the audience to being the speaker, automatically you are elevated in the eyes of your target audience. So anytime that you can do that, you will no doubt help yourself to generate inquiries through increasing the perceived value of working with you. So have a think, what could you do to be able to A, develop your public speaking skills, but B, organize a seminar. It could be at your offices. It could be in conjunction with a bank manager. It could be doing what I did and just booking out the local Holiday Inn and inviting a handful of prospects so you get experience in actually delivering talks because let me tell you this will this is by far and away one of the best ways of you being able to generate high quality high value business because automatically you'll perceive it's high value and if you're like me who finds it difficult to network in groups and when you go into a networking session you're kind of shy and don't really want to disturb people and don't really know how to get involved in other people's conversations the beauty of developing the skill of public speaking and actually being that person at the front of the room is that people come and talk to you. You don't have to go and talk to anyone. They will come and talk to you. You will deliver what you deliver and then people will come to you and ask you questions and want to find out more about you and want to meet up with you. And that's exactly what happened. It always happens now that I've done this for a while. But in the event that I just attended in Reading and even in Glasgow, as soon as I finish, I've got a queue of people wanting to talk to me. Why? Because I am the guy at the front who delivered this content to them that they found valuable and they want to come and connect with something that's resonated. They want to ask, ask me questions. They want to find out more about what I do and how I can help them. And it's not just the case for me. Every single speaker, the guy before me, Aaron Patrick, uh, he had the same. When uh, I came into the room, he was there. People were talking to him. They had come to ask him questions after his session. This is what happens when you put yourself out there as a public speaker. Public speaker sounds daunting, but you don't have to start on a stage with hundreds of people looking at you. You can start small. And if you're not quite ready to start small with just you delivering content, then have a think about what you could deliver online, for example, in terms of a webinar. A webinar might be a bit easy for you to deliver because you've got the safety of some slides in front of you and having some notes to hand, which other people might not see. A little tip for you here as well is that I've got to set up what I've got three screens. So actually, I've got one screen to my left, one screen to my right, and then I've got a screen-shaped portrait. So I've turned it around and I've got a webcam in front of it. So when I'm looking at um, someone I'm talking to on Zoom or I'm delivering a webinar, I'm actually looking at my portrait screen, but because my webcam is in front of me, the audience or whoever I'm speaking to feels as if I'm looking at them directly. So I'm maintaining that eye contact. But again, another little hack is I can have notes up on that screen as well, directly behind the webcam, so that even though if I've got something to say and I've got, you know, I can put my notes up there and refer to them, look at them without the audience thinking that I'm looking away or I'm reading some notes or checking on, you know, to the bad next to me. So that's a little hack for you in terms of how to do that. If you want me to send you a picture of my setup, reach out to me on LinkedIn. Happy to ping you a photo of my three desk setup or my standing desk rather in my office. Happy to share with you if you're interested.
So anyway, where were we? We were talking about getting in front of your audience and the power of public speaking. But if you're not quite ready for that yet, then try doing a webinar. Or if you're not quite ready for that yet, try coming on as a guest with somebody else on a podcast. So you get used to talking about the stuff that you do, the value that you add to business owners. And again, it all boils down to that the more niche you go, the more laser focused you go, the easier it is for you to find your ideal clients. The what, where, and how to find your ideal clients becomes so much easier. Because once you become niche, then you can reach out to other people in your space who have access to your audience and connect with them and develop relationships with them and try and organize joint webinars and joint podcasts. You invite them onto yours and they will invite you onto theirs. So you get in front of more and more of your target audience. It's much easier to do that when you specialize in a certain area. So, for example, you could specialize in fitness coaches. I was talking to uh, a new mastermind member who's based in Canada who specializes in online fitness coaches. Again, he's gone very specialist, meaning that he can develop relationships with other people who serve that particular sector and then go on as a guest onto their podcasts. And he can invite them onto his podcast or webinar or whatever content that he is doing in order for you to get out in front of your ideal clients. So hopefully that's given you some food for thought in terms of what is possible and what can happen if you overcame your fear of public speaking. It can certainly propel you into heights you wouldn't believe. Never would I know four years ago, before I started this journey of coaching and mentoring accountants that are an introverted accountant like me who who hates networking, who is awful at small talk. I really help. I don't know about you, but I'm really bad at small talk. I mean, these days, you know, most of the time it's about football. I'm not really that into football. I mean, I support Spurs, so there you go. I don't really have much to say. <laughs> but again, I, you know, some people they're great at the small talk because they're, you know, they're, they're into the sport and they could talk for hours on sport. You know, I'm not into that, so I don't really have that many hobbies. So, you know, in terms of generating small talk, that's difficult for me. Whereas, give me a subject matter to talk about that I'm passionate about, as you know, because you listen to my podcast, so you know I've got lots of stuff to say. But give me a subject matter and I could talk for hours on end at it. So if you're like me, where if you had something to talk about, something that you're passionate about, something that you have spent years doing, that you were talking to clients and prospects about, and that's the thing. Don't think that you can't do this because if you're having conversations with prospects already, chances are you're already talking about this stuff with your prospects. So it's the same thing that whatever you say to your prospects is exactly what you're going to put into the content of your talk, for example, or into your webinar or podcast or or whatever it is that you plan to do. So hopefully I have given you uh, some uh, a trigger and I hope that you take action. I hope you take some small action from today and I would love to hear from you. If I have sparked something within you that has got you thinking, that has got you taking action, reach out to me on LinkedIn. I love to hear. I love to hear success stories. I love to hear of people taking action. So reach out to me on LinkedIn. Tell me what you found useful. If you want any other tips from me on public speaking, if you want me to even review your a short video, I'm happy to do so. As a loyal listener of my podcast, reach out to me on LinkedIn. Send me a video. Obviously, I'm not going to have time to review a hour-long uh, uh, interview. But if you want me to, you know, if you want to record something for two minutes, for example, and you want my critique, and that's exactly what I used to do with my speaker coach. I paid him a lot of money, and I would send him videos, and he would then critique 
my video and that was one of the best ways that I got feedback in terms of my delivery and actually that realization as to the power of your words. You know, what you, how you say what you say is arguably more powerful than what you say. Delivery is 80% of the impact that you make when you are speaking to someone. So hopefully I've made an impact for you and I have triggered that spark inside of you, that change agent. And I forgot to mention, you probably heard this now, but we have a new sponsor on the podcast. Again, fantastic uh, for me. I mean, this is this is what happens when you build an audience, when you build uh, an audience that uh, other people want access to. Uh, I'm very fortunate to have uh, the sponsor. You've already heard it by now, TaxCalc on board. It's something that we've been using in the practice for a long time now. And uh, I really, my team love it. So anyway, hope you've had value from today. If you were there in Glasgow or Reading, I hope you enjoyed it. Let me know that you were and they listened to this as well. And if you are listening to this in time to make the subsequent events, I'm at Chelmsford on Monday, the something, what is it, the 17th of October. And then I fly to Dubai on the 18th and I'm there till the end of the month, sorting out Capture Accounting Dubai, setting that up. And then on the 9th of November, the last Get Connected event for QuickBooks will be held in Brighton. So if you're anywhere on the South Coast, then uh, try and come along to that. It'll be great to see you. Otherwise, have a great rest of the day, weekend, and I'll catch up with you very soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. If you want to spend more time together, get access to me personally for your questions, access to resources and training that will help you to shortcut your progress together with being part of an incredible community of accountants or helping each other, then come and join the pack, the Profitable Accountants Community. There's a hundred plus accountants that I mentor and they help each other to get results faster than trying to do it alone. Go to reshooter.com forward slash mentoring to learn more or message me directly on LinkedIn. Take care.